0: You're listening to Simply the Best Sports Take, the best podcast breaking down the best stuff in sports with host Sean Bingham. His takes are so good, he dropped the mic, but then you wouldn't be able to hear him, and that would suck. Welcome into STB Sports Take, Simply the Best Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Bingham. Thank you for being here. Special Friday edition. Why? Because I already told you, next week I'm going snowboarding, Up in Canada, Baldface Lodge, if you've ever heard of it, it is spectacular. It's like the mecca of backcountry snowboarding. I go every year, and uh, I just don't think I'll get a podcast out. But plus, we had some big, big news yesterday. The James Harden, Ben Simmons trade, blockbuster stuff. Uh, So I had to get a podcast out for that and couldn't wait two weeks to talk about it. So here we are. We're on YouTube. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor Podcasts. Everywhere get your podcasts. We are there. So uh, please subscribe, check us out, share it, all that good stuff, leave a review, help us grow this thing. But we're talking James Harden, we're talking Ben Simmons, we're talking NBA, uh, who won the trade? My initial reaction was that the Nets won the trade in a landslide. And then I started thinking, I was like, well, maybe they didn't win it in a landslide. So there's a lot of ifs, a lot of ifs here, right? So if Ben Simmons can play like he did last season uh, before pouting his way you know, out of Philadelphia, then I think that uh, the Nets did win the trade. If Kyrie Irving can play more than just the away games, like if the mandate gets uh, uh, lifted in New York, then the Nets really won the trade. If Andre Drummond can be a you know a contributing member of the the Nets, then the Nets won the trade. So there's a lot of ifs that go in the Nets' favor. The one that is not really an if that makes it Philadelphia's uh, you know in Philadelphia's favor is that James Harden is the best player in the trade. And usually the best player in a deal means that whoever gets the best player in a deal wins the trade. So you could argue very reasonably that Philadelphia won the trade. I don't think they did though. And, and, and for the reasons I just stated, but to, to get deeper into it, here's why. James Harden, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, that was never going to work. Uh, they played 16 games together. They were 13 and three in those games. So, I guess in theory, like it did work for the 16 games. But what a what a massive failure! What a massive massive failure that was. Um, and there's so many things. I got so many thoughts just like swirling around in my mind. But one of them is the NBA's got to fix this. You've got two blockbuster guys, two superstars. Really, I mean. I'm not a huge fan of either one of them. I've said on this podcast repeatedly. Ben Simmons is like overrated. He's not my. He's just not my cup of tea. Right. Uh, I've also been kind of coming around on James Harden, mainly because of his play last season. When he was a team player, he was a facilitator. He wasn't whining and complaining and pouting his way off of his second team in two years. Um, and so now he's, like, back in my doghouse, if you will. and back just, like, uh, not pleased with the guy. So you've got two of your stars in the league, if you're the NBA, that are pouting their way off of their teams. Ben Simmons literally refused to play for the 76ers. Just didn't show up. Just was like, no, I'm not going to do this. So he forfeits the money. He looks like a complete imbecile. He looks like a total crybaby. Uh, all because he got a little bit of criticism about needing to make a layup, you know, instead of passing the ball off when he's got six foot nothing Trey Young on him, and he's 6'11. I mean he's scared to death of the foul line. So if he can correct all of those things, right? If he can just play like he has his entire career, if he can go and get 17 points, 8 assists, 8 rebounds, uh shoot 55% from the field, which is a good thing that Ben Simmons does, he plays within his abilities, right? Most guys that shoot low percentages, like Russell Westbrook, they kind of play outside their ability. Russell Westbrook cannot shoot threes very well at all, but he jacks them up every game. Um, ben Simmons knows his limitations and he plays within them. So, to me, that's a great thing for the New, the the New Jersey Wow, the Brooklyn Nets. If they can if they can get Ben Simmons to just be the Ben Simmons that he's been, uh, instead of the pouting crybaby Ben Simmons we've seen in the last few months, if they can get him to just do that. They win this trade because it's a better fit for Kevin Durant. It's a better fit for Kyrie Irving. I think there's a decent chance that two things could happen. These are very interesting things here. One, um, there's a decent chance that the mandate gets lifted in New York, the vaccine mandates, especially as the warmer months approach now uh, for the playoffs. The playoffs are April, May, June. Uh, Covid, you know, flu season, all of the six the sickness seasons, they all kind of start to wind down. Um, it's been in place for a while now. They're, you know, vaccination rates are are up. Things are like starting to kind of shift in a, in a different direction with that, uh, which I'm very excited about. But um, there's a decent chance you see that mandate lifted, which would mean Kyrie could be a f- full participating member. And I'll tell you right now that Ben Simmons, Kyrie, and KD, that's a better big three than harden, Kyrie and KD because there's only one ball. There's only one ball. Like you can't have three mega superstar scorers on the same team and expect it to go very well. It just it just doesn't really work that way. Some somebody has to take a back seat. And I don't think any of them really wanted to do that. And now it's like no, Ben Simmons, he can get his 16 points a game. He can get ten assists, facilitate to Kyrie as a two guard. Ben, ben will be a 6'11 point guard. Kyrie will be become more of a shooting guard, which is really what he is anyway. And then Kevin Durant, of course, does his thing like he always does. So to me, it's much better to have two dominant scorers and then one really good facilitator who can also score um, as opposed to three dominant scorers. So to me, it's a much better fit for Brooklyn with Ben Simmons. Uh, the question, big question marks are, one, will he play? Is he in shape? Um, is he is he mentally prepared? Is he physically prepared? Uh, is he going to pout his way out of this, just like James Harden pouted his way out of Houston, pouted his way out of Brooklyn, um, or is Ben Simmons going to be mentally tough and physically tough and go do his thing? I think he will. I think he's going to be motivated to prove everybody wrong. He's going to be motivated to get revenge against Philadelphia. I think you're going to see a resurgence of Ben Simmons. Uh, that's my honest opinion. He's a far superior defender to James Harden. Far superior defender. And so now it's just an overall better fit. They're without Joe Harris, okay? The the Nets are. He's probably not going to come back this season. He's a lights-out three-point shooter. They also brought in Seth Curry as part of the deal. So they, got, they gave up James Harden, can't defend, shooting 33% from three, crybaby powder, um, hurt frequently, okay? That's who they got rid of. And in return, they got Ben Simmons, big question mark because he's been pouting even more, hasn't played a single game this season, Isn't as good of a scorer, um, but he's more efficient. He's a facilitator. He's a rebounder and a far superior, far superior defender. So they got him, but then they also got Seth Curry, 40% three-point shooter this year, and that's a career low. The guy is a lights-out three-point shooter, can replace Joe Harris or be an addition to him if Joe Harris does come back. And then they also got Andre Drummond, who I think you'll probably see play 20 minutes a game in Brooklyn. He was playing like 18 a game. currently for the 76ers. I think you'll see him play quite a bit, just be a big body in the middle, rim protector, rebounder. That's actually a weakness they have because LaMarcus Aldridge is like their best big and he's more of like a power forward. So they've got like more of a a traditional true center in Andre Drummond. They got a lights out shooter in Seth Curry. They got a perennial all star and elite first team all defensive player in Ben Simmons. Um, a facilitator who doesn't need to take a ton of shots, doesn't want to take a ton of shots, uh, but can still efficiently score 15 to 20 points a game consistently. So if all of that comes together, KD comes back, Kyrie comes, you know, c- continues what he's doing. I think the Nets are the favorites to me. The Nets won this trade. They also got two first round draft picks, which I mean, that's something. I mean, first round picks are something in the NBA, second round picks are nothing. First round picks are something. So to me, the Nets won this trade in a landslide. Um, right now, right here, right now, in the immediate next few weeks, it might look like the 76ers did, but that's because Ben Simmons hasn't played in months. It's going to take him time. Um, Kyrie, you know, is still dealing with whatever, so we can't have him gelling yet. Uh, not dealing with whatever, but he's still got the, you know, the away games only thing going on. But here's something I thought about. If you're the Nets... This is the other interesting point I wanted to make earlier when I said there's two very interesting things. If you're the Nets and you know that Kyrie can only play away games, I'm sorry, I think I aim for the five seed if I'm Brooklyn. I'm not even joking. I would not want home court advantage. If I know that my second best player can only play when we're on the road, I would not want home court advantage. I'd want to make sure that he was there for four out of seven games, not three. Um, and so to me, if you're the Brooklyn Nets and you don't think that this uh, mandate is going to be lifted, I would absolutely aim for the five seed in the East to make sure that every single round you are you have more games with Kyrie Irving than you have without him. And then in the, by the time you reach the finals, whoever makes the finals from the West uh, will, be, will have a better record and so you wouldn't have home court advantage there either. And so, to me, home court advantage is actually a disadvantage for the Brooklyn Nets because Kyrie can't play, and he's their second best player. So, KD comes back healthy. Uh, they do some some kind of magic work to make sure they don't get home court in the playoffs. To me, the Nets are the favorites. They are. Ben Simmons is going to be in perfect, uh, like non-injury shape. He won't be. There'll be zero injuries he's dealing with. He's been sitting around. Physical shape, I guess we'll find out how his cardiovascular shape is, things like that. It'll probably take him a couple weeks. But the thing is with his game, it's not—it's just not as big of a deal because his game isn't predicated on scoring a lot. His game is predicated on passing, facilitating, um, defending, and things like that can come back quicker uh, than it can to get back to a point where you score 30 points a game, right? So to me, the Nets, the Nets absolutely won this deal. Um, and I think it could be a very, very interesting play if you're a Brooklyn Nets fan, you should be rooting for the 5 seed in the East because I think they'd be the favorites. In fact, I want to look up, I had to uh, I want to look up the Vegas odds. I love to look at the sports books and see after I've said what I think, um, to me they should be the favorites. Now, you're going to see this is still a good fit for the 76ers because now you got a star player to replace somebody who wasn't actually doing anything for you, who wasn't even playing. So, Ben Simmons is an all-star, but he was an all-star that was refusing to play for you. And so you kind of replaced nothing with a superstar in James Harden. So, and they're good, you know, even without him, they've been really good this year. So, um, to me, like both teams got drastically better only because Ben Simmons wasn't playing at all for, for Philadelphia. But, but if it was a equally, you know, they were playing for each other, um, for, for they were playing for their respective teams if ben simmons has been playing then it would be like they moderately got better with james harden but i don't know if it's a fit like things are all about the fit it's not about and i don't mean the outfit <laughs> i mean like fitting together pieces of a puzzle right you don't want three ball dominant scores on one team it just doesn't work look at the russell westbrook anthony davis lebron james debacle it just doesn't work the pieces don't fit it's not working Uh, I think the same thing was true of these Brooklyn Nets, and it might be true of James Harden joining Joel Embiid in the 76ers. Joel Embiid is leading the league in scoring. He needs the ball. Um, James Harden loves the ball in his hands at all times. He loves shooting. He loves high usage rate. He's just not a winner, and he's going to prove to continue to not be a winner. Um, Anyway, so I think the Nets won the trade. I think the Nets will be uh, the favorites, and I'm going to look it up right now. So I'm going to Futures, NBA Finals okay oh it's how how james harden trade is impacting futures here we go so the favorites to win the nba finals right now are the warriors and then the nets told you then the suns then the bucks then the 76ers the 76ers are third in the east third in the east so vegas is telling you that i'm right vegas is telling you James Harden leaving the nets and getting Ben Simmons and Seth Curry and Andre Drummond, you're filling multiple spots that you needed filled. We don't have a big man in the middle. We we are poor rebounders, Andre Drummond. We're missing Joe Harris, our lights out three point shooter, replacing with Seth Curry. We don't have like a fantastic facilitator and perimeter defender, especially perimeter defender, Ben Simmons. They filled gaps that they needed drastically needed To make it all fit together as a cohesive unit as a puzzle that fits together um the 76ers on the other hand they just added a superstar to and they and they unloaded the guy that was a crybaby it's a great trade if you're the 76ers too, only because ben simmons forced their hand only because ben simmons forced their hand um if if he didn't force their hand then it's like do you really want to give up all these pieces because seth curry is no slouch he's gonna go get you 12 points a game um and he's he he keeps defenses honest. James Harden's only shooting 33% from three-point land this season. Seth Curry, as a career low, is shooting 40%. He's going to space the floor. Um, he's going to provide more options for KD and Kyrie to score, and Ben Simmons for that matter. I mean, this is a solid squad. Uh, the big three of in Philadelphia of Joel Embiid, James Harden, and Tobias Harris, that's a solid big three as well. I just don't know if it's going to fit because James Harden just wants that ball so much and Joel Embiid wants to be in the post. And so is it going to clog the lane for what James Harden wants to do? Is he going to demand the ball more? Is James Harden going to pout his way out of Philadelphia at the end of this season? It's just kind of a disaster in Philadelphia all because Ben Simmons. So this brings me to my last point that I'll talk on for a few minutes here as well. The NBA has a huge problem. It's gotten to a point where anybody at any time, if you're talented enough, You can just be like, I don't want to play here anymore. You can completely and totally disregard your contract. You can just flip the bird to your team that's been paying you millions of dollars, that took a chance on you. And you can say, forget you guys. I don't care what I signed. I don't care what the contract says. I'm not playing here anymore. Um, And to me, that's like disgustingly pathetic and sad. And the NBA needs to fix it. These contracts need to be enforceable. That's what a contract is. I'm reading a book right now. Winners never cheat. Um, it's a fantastic book, but it talks about this exact stuff. Like you have to, you have to honor your contract. It needs to actually mean something. It needs to be binding. That's the whole point of it. But the NBA, these superstars, it's meaningless. It's absolutely meaningless. They can do whatever they want, whenever they want. They can toss the contract aside like it's nothing. And that's what you just watched Ben Simmons do what so you just watched James Harden do twice in the last couple of years. Once in Houston, once now in Brooklyn. Apparently, he's not getting along with Kyrie or Kevin Durant. It's like, dude, you're impossible. Like you're impossible. When it looked like he was being the cool guy last year, and I was kind of rooting for him, he goes and ruins it this year. So total bummer. But the NBA, and here's a here's a thought. And I've mentioned this before, but to me, you 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 you're on a team. But you're, you're a franchise, you're on a franchise under the overall NBA umbrella. So why not have it be like you work for the NBA and you are assigned to the, you'd still be a free agent, so you'd be assigned, I do this in quotes, to the Brooklyn Nets or assigned to the Philadelphia 76ers, right? And then it's like the NBA can be like, no, you are assigned to this team, you work for us, you work for the NBA and you are assigned to this team. If you would like to not play for them, then you are welcome to not play for them and you will not get paid, kind of like Ben Simmons is doing now. If you choose if our medical, you know, if our doctors and physicians and trainers deem that you are fit to play and you choose not to, then you will be removed from the league. You know, something like that. Like just or or we'll say, you know, you can You'll be on the roster, but we'll free up another roster spot for someone to come in. I, I don't know. Um, but there needs to be some sort of repercussions where it's like, no, you can't just demand a trade. You can't just demand a trade and, and get your way. There needs to be some sort of repercussions where it's like, you know what? You're not eligible. If you demand a trade, you're not eligible for the super max. You're not eligible for the max contract. Something like that. where Because you got to protect these owners. you got to protect the fan bases, the GMs that worked hard to get them, the coaches there's so much money going into it and the player takes all the money and then they're the ones that's also protected. None of it makes any sense. I'm all for free agency, but once you sign a deal, that's a contract and you need to be bound by it because now you're you're leaving teams out to dry. Ben Simmons' uh, stock was plummeting dramatically. The only reason this trade worked is because both players wanted out. So it was just like, okay, let's just do it. Let's just swap them. But because James Harden's the bigger superstar and Ben Simmons hasn't played at all, and it's more obvious that he doesn't want to play because he's not playing, um, doesn't want to be on the team, rather, because he's not playing, they were able to get a lot more. So they got Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, a couple of draft picks. Great, great deal for the Nets. Again, Vegas is telling you they're the favorites in the East, um, then the Bucks, then the 76ers. But the 76ers are behind not only those two Eastern Conference teams, but also the Warriors and the Suns. The Jazz, by the way, are the third team in the West. And then still the Lakers, ironically, um, which is kind of interesting. But anyway, guys, that's all I have today. I just wanted to come on here and chat about that. Uh, to me, the Nets won the deal. Um, there's a lot of ifs. They won the deal if, you know, if Kyrie can get more games uh, with the team, if Kevin Durant comes back healthy, if Ben Simmons is mentally tough and prepared to play and goes and does his thing. Um, I think the Nets our favorites to win at all. I'd put them ahead of the Warriors even if all of those things happen. And again, if you're a Brooklyn Nets fan and if the mandate doesn't get lifted, I would be rooting for the 5 seed to be the away team throughout the playoffs to make sure that Kyrie can play four games every series, not just three. That's all the time I have for today. Please subscribe. I am out. Peace. We got the we got the Thanks for hanging with Simply the Best Sports Tank. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and check out stbsportstake.com. Simply the best in sports.